For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to, um, I know what you did last winter, our Game of Thrones recap podcast, where we are going through episode by episode, leading all the way to April of 2019, Lord, uh, when the show comes back for its final season on the HBOs. On the line tonight, I have my two favorites, uh, Westeros, Westside the West Side is the best front side, uh, it's uh, Brother Beavis. Oh, you get to go first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Noted. And also on the line tonight is Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. I guess Black History Month don't uh, extend to Westeros, so damn. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, your born day did not matter in that. In this yeah, ironically, I mean, Westeros corresponds with uh, West Dayton, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they didn't have grocery stores on Westeros now. I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, well, um, introducing some some topics or some th- uh, not topics theories or slang from West Dayton uh, in this episode. Somebody's about to get stole on. <laughs> um, a couple people are gonna get stole on uh, really bad. They might. Uh, they might get ganked. Yeah, who knows? going to get ganked as well. We'll, we'll, we'll weave them in there in, in honor of Black History Month. But, yes, episode, this is season one, episode five. The title of the episode is The Wolf and the Lion. Uh, the N-word does make its appearance yep. in this one, for sure. Uh, uh, many times. Yeah, thank goodness. So, uh, <laughs> uh, this this episode starts with um, a death. Uh, Sir Hugh of the Vale uh, is dead. Um, he, if you remember from episode four, he had a, uh, a bad jousting experience, uh, fighting against the mountain. Uh, his armor did not hold where it was supposed to hold. And he got a, a jousting, whatever javelin to the neck and he bled lance. out in front of a uh, lance. Thank you, sir. You know, I don't know the name of this shit. He gets lance <laughs> to the neck and he bleeds out in front of everybody. And uh, that was the end of Sir Hugh of the Vale. Nobody was able to stay and watch with him. Uh, so uh, the leader of you got to help me again, Brother Beavers. What's that group? What's that dude's name in the group? So the the uh, this is the Kingsguard. Kingsguard. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's his name? That's uh. Oh, I just got to ask you that so fast. I gotta see. <laughs> no. The old dude that leads the Kingsguard. Sir not Jamie. Tell me. Sir yes, thank you. So embarrassing. Thank you. Sorry about that. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. I'm so much in now. I got it on there, stitching up his neck. There you go. Yes. And right. he um, he died. Uh, Sir Barrison had to sit watch for him because nobody was there for him. 
And then uh, as they're walking out, there's a conversation between Sir Barristan and Ned, who were actually on opposite sides of the battle for the king's throne, apparently, uh, or maybe from a different battle because, you know, there's this, like, oh, your dad was a great swordsman or whatever, and, you know, we could have fought at a certain other time, you know, but there's great respect between the two of them. Uh, there's not any of that tension that you see between Jamie and Ned, like not even close. Uh, he has great respect for Sir Barristan, uh, which he has zero respect for Jamie. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it, it, it's a great little scene at the start. But the next scene is probably one of the better ones as the first uh, season of Game of Thrones. Uh, Sir Robert wants to joust. And Sir Barristan <laughs> tells Ned that he has – he tells Ned, he's like, hey, he wants to joust, the king wants to joust today. He's like, he has no business getting on a horse or whatever. He's like, yeah, well, the king does what he wants, so good luck with telling him not to. <laughs> so they go to this tent scene. Uh, sir, the king is trying to get on his armor. Um, he is too fat for his armor, to say the least, and his squire is doing his best to try to get him on there and uh, it's just a funny scene, you know, where he's just giving this kid the shit because he doesn't like him because he's a Lannister. He sees that blonde hair everywhere. Uh, yeah, Lancel Lannister. He sees that blonde hair everywhere, and it's just uh, he he just gives him the business. And only you know Ned kind of stops him from you know treating him so poorly. But just a really great scene. Again, King Robert, probably one of my favorite characters, brother. Yeah, I mean he's, you know, they're. You know what you one of the things one of the hallmarks of the series is characters of extremes don't do well because everything is gray, and you know Ned is all about integrity and and uh, Robert's way over the top in everything and he comes off as like overacting but he's just he loves life he loves wine he loves everything and you know the thing with him is like he fighting to be king was all he ever wanted. Being king, no. I didn't want to be king. I wanted to fight to be king. After that, I was good. So, yeah, he wants to see some blood. Now get the breastplate stretcher. Yeah, <laughs> it's like how long before he realizes <laughs> that's not a thing, and he just sends him running off. And Ned tells him like, "Hey, man, nobody's going to hit you." I was like, "Why? Because I'm king." He's like, "Yes, yes. dumbass." Yeah, <laughs> you know. So nobody's going to hit you. You're the king. Um, so, um. Yeah, so yeah, because he thinks like, it's going to be a fight. He wants glory. He's like, I want to. Yeah. yeah, I'm about to, about to do this. Yeah. And Ned just breaks it down. He's like, like you know, I, you know, he realizes like, I, I, I don't want you here, but I need you here, and you're ruining my life. But yeah, I, I absolutely need to hear this. So yeah, yeah. I like the line that he gives the uh, Lancel is like, your mother was a door. Uh, uh, <laughs> A dumb whore with a fat ass. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that an uh, insult or a compliment? Because I'm really not sure. That's a wet thing. So, um, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, I have it in here. Robert hates his life. Uh, and then there's a line in there, too, that kind of goes unnoticed. It will become important later on. Is that Cersei insisted that Lancel becomes his squire. Uh, this was insisted upon by Cersei. Uh, again, will show up as an issue much, much later or in a couple of episodes. So keep that in the back of your hat. Um, but, yeah, Robert wants to see some blood today. So there's uh, <laughs> a line. He's like, hey, um, you know, he's about to walk out there. And he, Ned's like, um, hey, where he's got his belly off, taking a back. <laughs> Bow to me, you freaking shits. Bow down to your king. I mean, it's <laughs> line, man. Oh, my gosh. It's, oh, man. Robert's the best. I'm sorry. All right. 
So that's, get, and that's the difference between enjoyable and good. And yeah. and uh, that was the <laughs> that was the whole podcast we just did. We was like, <laughs> Black Panther is good. I don't know if it's enjoyable. Robert's yeah. enjoyable. I don't know if he's good. But yeah, he's definitely ain't good. <laughs> no, and that comes up a lot later here too. Too. Um, all right, so we get to the jousting arena. Uh, there's a new knight that's being introduced since uh, the other one has a whole freaking hole in his neck. Um, he is uh, the knight of the flowers, and this is the dude that plays Iron Fist, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. It is. So is that he, yeah, he, he definitely yeah. plunged his fist into the heart of a dragon, and now so yeah. <laughs> he's about to summon his chi and all. Yeah. Yeah, he is the Knight of the Flowers. Uh, he's got a very nice suit of armor. His name is, oh boy, but he comes from a very wealthy family. I, I can't Loris remember what Tyrell. Loris, Loris Tyrell. Tyrell. Yes, the oh, Tyrells Tyrell. are very important. Yeah. The Knight of the Flowers. The Knight of the Flowers. Uh, he walks up on his horse. He gives Santa a flower. Uh, but Santa is very afraid to watch this because she watched um, the other dude get a lance in his neck. Uh, not that much long ago, if, uh, from the mountain, he's like, "Oh, he's going to die, Daddy." Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to watch. And you know, he sat and tries to tell her. He's like, "No, he's, you know, he's good at whatever he does. You know, he'll be quite all right." And um, there is an exchange though between Littlefinger and Renly Bar- Baratheon, uh, which will become important here later as well. Um, uh, before the joust, and so they put they place a bet. On uh, you know who's going to win the joust, and uh, Littlefinger takes the mountain naturally, and Renly takes that bet where he'll take the Knight of Flowers. Uh, so uh, there is a joust, um, and uh, it works out well for the Knight of Flowers. He actually is able to defeat the mountain, gets him off his horse, and uh, Renly is very happy, um, and he's like, "Ha!" Hey, you know, it's some, he makes a line to. Uh, uh, to Littlefinger, essentially, like, hey, I want your money, and, you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah? Well, when will you be having your uh, person that went, you know, because Renly is gay, okay? <laughs> Nobody else knows it, uh, but Renly know it, and Renly be gay with the Knight of Flowers. Um, so, yeah, keep that in the back of your head. So, a good jousting scene. Did we lose him? Talking to me? Oh. Yeah, I said, Brother Beavis, did we lose you? Oh, no, I'm here. I might have lost no. you. No, okay, sorry. It's a good jousting scene, and uh, Renly makes his – Renly wins the bet, but Littlefinger gets the best line off about, you know, him uh, being gay. Yeah, I mean, this is uh... – all right. So there's not a lot of scenes in – all right. So I'm trying to figure out how to how to frame this. Like – there's not a lot of good representation of gay characters. And a lot of times you get it, you get gay characters in science fiction fantasy, but it's not always a good representation. Mm -hmm. And so, right. So Loris is in the books. Well, obviously Loris, Loris and Renly are gay. Mm -hmm. And in the books, it's very subtle in the show. It's completely over. And so this mm-hmm. is our first introduction. And uh, Littlefinger, like, completely belittles Renly over his relationship mm-hmm. with Loras. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so it's it's sort of an odd scene where 
Loris wins, but it's only through trickery, which sort of you're not sure whether, like, you know, is he actually a strong knight or not, or is mm-hmm. he only strong because, you know, he's managed this trickery to defeat the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then it segues into a great scene between the mountain and the hound. Yeah. And so you have right. this, there's this whole this push and pull between are you, you know, you've introduced this plot line, you're giving this representation, but is it a fair representation? Right. So it's really kind of a tough <clears throat> point to talk to. Yeah. Well, it, the the look on Renly's face when um, Littlefinger is like, and yeah, and when will you be having your prize tonight? Right. And his look is like, <laughs> right. We yeah. know, yeah, we know that Littlefinger knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> and so the fact that Renly... You know, and, he, and Renly's not, at this point, is not obligated to gain an heir or, or, or be at all, like, you know, normal. Or, I don't mean normal. I mean, like, at all, like, have heirs and things and, and vie for the throne. Yeah. Like, so at this point, it doesn't really matter to Renly. Yeah. And Littlefinger knows everything, so. Yeah, he knows everything. Um, so yeah, it's it's just a real fun scene. You did mention it there, saying, "Man, uh, yeah, um, the Lord of Flowers, the Knight of Flowers, he wins. Uh, the Mountain loses. He's not a good loser. He gets off his horse. He says, putting <laughs> it mildly, and then he chops his freaking horse's head off. Like, and, and this is one of those things. Like, hey, my, my wife, I can watch this show, and then that happens, and then I've lost her forever. And um, <laughs> Yeah, oh, he ain't no. watching it no more. And so, you know, he takes him down, and then uh, he goes after the Knight of Flowers, and then he winds up getting stopped by um, the Hound, and they have this great freaking sword battle there, you know, in front of everybody where everybody's gasping. Nobody's, like, stopping it or anything. It's like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, but nobody wants to stop him. And then, they ain't crazy. Yeah. And then the thing, you know, the, thing, the king is like, you know, stop this nonsense and the, uh, whatever of your king. And then the hound stops immediately and goes straight to his knees. And i really surprised that, you know, the mountain didn't chop his head off because he yeah. was in ready for full swing. I mean, you know, I was like, well, that was the end of that character really quick. Um, kind of the yeah. fact that he drops to his knees saves him from the death stroke from his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Swings I mean, right over his head. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, just a real kind of good scene for two characters that, you know, again, this this episode introduces a few new characters to the to the story that are going to be important moving on. Um, yeah, because but if you mean the mountain is like a force of nature, right? Yeah. And then trying to show him like he's <laughs> in, you know, he's completely indomitable. But they're starting to in, they're starting to introduce the, some of the subtleties of the hounds character, and he's one of the many, you know, gray characters in the story. Uh huh. It's not gonna be great for much longer. But hey, all right. Back to, if you remember, go ahead, sir. He is. I mean, he's. I mean, he he exists always on the spectrum of good to bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's done good, done bad. That's for damn sure. He's about the greatest yeah. character. Yeah. Yes. Ask the Baker boy. Um. All right. Uh. No, that, that might have been that might have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> see how great the Baker boy is. <laughs> yeah, because there's no blood left in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but but but, you, but that's that that's his boy's problem. That's not. That yeah, was it. That yeah, was his yeah, yeah, that's it. He's just obeying orders. Um, if you remember the end of episode four, um, golly, the imp is winds up getting captured by a 
my names are all messed up tonight. Uh, Tyrion. No, Sorry. yeah, Tyrion was is captured by Caitlyn Stark. Uh, they're in an inn. Uh, she calls on every name of every person that she's ever known and their sigil, and they arrest Tyrion. And so they're on the way to take to her sister who lives in the Eyrie or the Vale, uh, which, whichever, which I don't know which is the Eyrie and which one is the Vale. What, what's the difference, right. Rugby? The Vale is sort of the larger area, area, area mm-hmm. and the Eyrie mm-hmm. is the actual place where they live. Okay, so she's taking them to the Erie, which is in the Vale. Thank you. Uh, so they're on the road there. They picked up some dude that makes up songs. He's like the first freestyle rapper, I guess. I don't know. He's just making up <laughs> songs. And he was on the road, and he was a little hip, and he's on it. I'm like, God damn, what the fuck are you talking about here? Um, I was like, that would be really annoying. You'd be the first person I'd kill uh, if I got loose. So Tyrion is wrapped up. Um, and wrapped he's up? Like, no yeah. pun intended. Hey, And so they... um. <laughs> They're trying to um, uh, get him there, and they are get attacked by the hill people. And you know, Tyrion had said before, "Hey, cut me loose." And he's like, "No way!" He's like, "Well, what am I gonna do? Run?" The hill people would, you know, kill me for my shoes. And sure enough, bam! The hill people strike, and there's this big battle, and the hill people come out of the hills to try to be taking people down. Um, it, it's a fight. You get a chance to see Bronn, how freaking awesome he is, um, and that'll come up later as well. Um, and then Tyrion, yeah, and Tyrion does get cut loose, and he gets his first kill ever. Uh, you know, he he saves Catelyn yeah. from a a rock, and then he takes his shield and pretty much, I don't know, bludgeons a dude to death with his shield. Um, and that was the you know this is the end of that scene or whatever. And um, uh, props for the hill people not being black. Yeah, I, I, I mean that helped. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. You can, you, we'll give him props for that. But, yeah, Tyrion gets a kill. Bronn says to him, that's your first kill? Like, yeah, you need a woman. Uh, mm. This is starting a, 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 a an establishing as a very long friendship here um, that is going to last for a very long time between these two. Um, so, yeah, just uh, uh, how do you think about that scene, uh, Sam, man? Uh, the battle was uh, well done, I thought. And um, you see... Tyrion defending um, Lady Stark, which in, in her face, she can hardly believe it on her face. She's like, well, why is he doing this? Because, you know, she obviously believes he's completely guilty. And to see him actually have, showing some nobility and defend her, uh, I think, starts to throw some doubts in her mind. And um, like you said, Bronn is a badass. We'll see a lot more of him later. And uh, even mm-hmm. the old man that has the be- his, what is it, his beard tied under his neck, whatever the hell it is, he was he was. He was uh, <laughs> Balling a yeah. little bit, I forget the name, but um, it was a good scene. Yeah, in in between that or before that happens, um, Tyrion does tell her, "He's like, look, I didn't kill your son. Um, your sister is an absolute nut job." <laughs> before we get over here, I'm not a murderer. Like you know, he's, he tells her all of these things before they even get close to getting there, and she's really not having it. And so we'll come back to that. There, we got to go back out to. Um, to the north, uh, Bran ha- or Bran has. Yeah, I don't uh, think Tyrion utters a lie in this entire show. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Tyrion speaks truth. Well, no, that's not true. He does like there is one sequence where he he sets several people up, but for the yeah. most part, 
Tyrion speaks truth. He definitely yeah. spoke truth to John. The one person that spoke truth to John is speaking truth to Caitlin right now. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and his <laughs> yeah, this this is an absolute nut, and we will come to that, which is literally <laughs> one of those. Yeah, well, my wife ain't watching this show no more. Um, so, um, Bran Stark. As we go back out to the north, Bran Stark has he has mommy issues because his mom left him or whatever. And then the sh- the scene shifts to another scene with Theon and Roz the the whore, which we've heard about, and we've I think we've seen prior to this. I don't think this yeah, is with, first with appearance. Tyrion. No, yeah, she was with Tyrion. Tyrion. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, yeah. So this is not her first appearance, like visual appearance. We talked about her, but I don't think this is her first. That's right. She was with and on the first episode, maybe. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, she was right. the original N word. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I'm not hating it. I'm not hating it. I told you she was at a con, and I was like, I need to go to that. Uh, and <laughs> just for the female perspective, I think this is the first full frontal male N-word. Mm, nudity. Okay, yeah. It doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often. Well, Theon, I, I, my note on here is like, Theon steady takes L. Um, because even though he's oh, yeah, getting yeah, yeah. some here... Um, she is quick to put him in his place. He's like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to pay for it. She's like, well, get a wife, you know? And mm. like, oh, well, how was the imp? Man, he's good with his fingers. Like, you know, he's just telling like, you know, you're not the only man in my life. Um, I enjoy, you know, many of my part or a lot, all of my partners or whatever. And it's not just about you. You know, you're like, you're a good kid with a good cock or whatever. But like, I'm essentially like, Theon takes L's. Just keep that with you as you keep going through this series. Like, whenever he shows up, expect an L to happen. That's it, you know. And he's such a good character, and he's a really good actor, too. You you know, later on you'll feel bad for him or whatever. It's kind of hard to now, but, I mean, it's really, you know, he's such a good character, like actor or whatever. It's just, I don't know. All right. Moving on. Back out to King's Landing. We get the spider and Ned. Um, and he breaks it down for Ned, too. You know, essentially saying, like, I wasn't sure if I could trust you with this information because I didn't know who you were or what you were about before. But basically, um, the king is a fool, and he's going to die unless you save him. Uh, John Aaron was killed, um, and, you know, uh, and it was, you know, essentially Sir Hugh was in on the on the hit. You need to figure out who paid Sir Hugh, and uh, and that's basically, you know, what's going on. And Ned looking at him like, word? Like it is mm-hmm. like this is all happening and 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 we're and we've talked about it before without spoiling or whatever it's like man Ned dude <laughs> <laughs> I mean seriously Ned come on bro like how are you not seeing what we are all seeing now and yeah. then also back to the point how did we not see what we are all yeah. seeing now because it's yeah, just yeah. so obvious at this point you know so. Uh, you know, are you a fan of the Spider Brothers? Beavis? Is Viserys one of your favorite characters? Or one of my favorites, but he's exemplary of what sort of this series is about. And I think one of the great things that George R. R. Martin did with this whole thing is he breaks the paradigm of you always have these virtuous characters. And in the first story, he's telling you, like, yeah, here's your virtuous character. And um, I'll let you guess how this is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He he says to him that, you know, uh, John Aaron was killed because he kept asking all the wrong questions. 
you know, and he was getting to the answers to those questions, and that's why he was killed. And he's like, well, who killed him? And he's like, well, if I knew that, um, <laughs> you know, this series would be <laughs> over already. Um, I think the know. funny thing is, like, I think there's several characters who are like, they're like, uh, they're willing to get behind Ned, and they're like mm-hmm. testing him, and they're like, hey, yeah. if you're the one that's going to act on this or find this or do this, then we can work with that. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's various characters like they're like trying this whole thing out, but they're not willing to put themselves out, but they're willing to put Ned out. And mm-hmm. that's, that's sort of the interesting part. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's a great. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, we're going to have to talk about it after it happens, but I always wonder too, is this like, you know, I don't know that, that's what they wanted either, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, we wanted, like, Ned to be the king, or, you know, we wanted Ned to, and, you know, I don't know that that's all together what they wanted either. So it's it's really interesting. All right. Right. We get back to a character, and I might have missed a, a page of notes here. So you're on the stream live here. Are we where Arya is going to the dungeon? Just close to. Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so Arya's chasing a cat. That was part of her training to be whatever the hell she's training to be. Nobody really knows. But um, she's training there, and she hears two people in the dungeon. Training to be less annoying. Yeah, it's not working. Yeah. Uh, It's training people to, here's two people over talking about her father, about Ned, and essentially how he is, um, you know, he's found one bastard. He had found one bastard, and, you know, whatever. And essentially, like, he's, you know, Ned's going to be need to be taken care of. Now, again, not knowing all the character names, you can see them in the shadows or whatever, but they're not really in the shadows. You can actually kind of make them out. And But I don't know who they are. Brother Beavis, do you know who they are? So that's Doris of Mir, who has been dealing with the uh, Targaryens across mm-hmm. the sea, and it's Varys. Yeah. Okay, and Varys. I thought it was Varys. Okay. Now, this is after yeah. Varys went and told Ned that, hey. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just got done talking to Ned. Yeah. And now he's in the basement talking to Thoris. Yeah. Not Thoris so, Amir. Um, uh, Illyrio. Illyrio Amapado, I believe is his name, but Illyrio. But this is the guy that set up uh, Viserion, Viserys um, to sell Daenerys to, sell to Daenerys. the Dothraki. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. So it's just like, well, you know, uh, there you go. <laughs> like so, there, even though the, the spider was like, "Hey, you know, we're we're good with you." Yeah, in actuality, yeah, he knows all this information too, and you know, he may need to be taken care of as well. So you can't really. And the next him. scene yeah. is Varys and Littlefinger. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a good and Varys and Littlefinger have a yeah, and they have a long back and forth about their. Uh, their birds and all their spies and whatnot and all these things that they know or don't know. A couple of jokes about eunuchs and not having balls and all those types of things. Um, you know, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, and, you know, little finger lets him know. It's like, I just, like in the chamber, I know you were in there talking to him and, you know, it, it is a good scene, Sandman, you know, where those two kind of battle back and forth about, you know, what position or who's in what position and who's going to be in a position to gain power once Robert is dead. Because essentially right. they think that Robert is is on his way out. And, you know, if Ned's going to be the leader, 
I'm going to position myself, you know, right next to the to the hand of the king as he becomes the king, you know, as, as a holdover in between, you know, Joffrey becoming king. So, it, yeah. I mean, just a really, you know, really great scene between two extremely powerful characters. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah. But there's council business. Did I miss a scene with Cal Drago? Nope. Uh, no, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. All right. So we're good. No, that's no. That's what I missed. Um. All right, hold on a second. Did is that the did the dude from the um the wall come and visit Ned yet? Uh, not in real time. Not in real time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's we we kind of keep it up in real time because I try to. I mean, I know you hit the play button when we start. So all right. Okay. So as those two are, are arguing back and forth, as Littlefinger and uh, Viserys are, are arguing back and forth, um, uh, Renly interrupts him. He's like, what? What's going on? Oh, there's council business. Um, like, oh, okay. And, uh, the, you know, they, so they have to go to the small council meeting. And then at the small council meeting, um, excuse me, and then before the small council meeting, this is when the Night's Watchman comes and sees uh, Ned, because Ned was on his way out to go do something else, and they're like, "Oh no, there's small council. There's the the council is meeting." He's like, "Well, whatever." And he's like, "No, they need you to come." Uh, oh no, no, no! Oh my gosh, I'm like all confused. Okay, yes, there's a small council. Essentially, Daenerys needs to die. Uh, they found out that she is pregnant, um, and she has the baby of Cal Drago living inside of her. And mm-hmm. this is something that Robert talked about on episode two. He's like, if that, lady, that little girl gets pregnant, we cannot have any Targaryen babies running around here. She's got to die. Ned's like, no, you shouldn't do that. I don't think that's such a great idea. Like, um, no, she needs to die. Like, there is no discussion about this. This needs to happen. And, you know, Ned is a proud and, you know, uh, noble man. He's like, you're getting scared by a little girl. You know, the Dothraki can't cross the narrow sea. You know, he gives me all these reasons as to why it shouldn't happen. And then the king is like, would you tell this fool? Somebody speaks some, you know, sense of this, you know, this noble fool. And everybody goes around the table and like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that bitch should die. (laughs) (laughs) They really do. It is funny. Yeah, yeah, like how they, yeah, they all just like Ned. We got to kill the bitch. You know that, right? Mm. <laughs> Every one of them in their own way basically says that. And yeah, it, it is funny because you know you sympathize with Ned. It's like, of course you don't want to kill a child, but yeah. everybody else is like, nah, man, this is war, and we don't. She got to go. Yeah, she, she, she got to go. Because yeah. it's really like because Daenerys is like fifteen portrayed in this, right? Like she's really young. They're young. So, like, I think that, you know, so she's supposed to be really young. And so Ned just kind of views her as a child, and he doesn't view her as, you know, potentially you know, the queen of the dragons and whatnot. And uh, this becomes a real big deal, and Ned's like, I'm, go- I'm not going to kill her. And he's like, if you refuse to kill her or whatever, you know, I'll find me a new hand that will. He's like, deuces. He takes off his little <laughs> handbag, he hands it to him, and he resigns, and I'm done. And then uh, King Robert has a great yelling scene at him. You know, I'll have your head on a spike. And, um, you know, for you know, essentially for doing this. You know, it's a, it's a really good scene. You get a chance to see what Ned literally is all about in that whole scene. About, uh, you know, he's not going to do anything that's going to make him essentially feel bad about 
you know, that. He's just not going to do it. And then you get to see Robert, you know, completely unhinged about not getting his way the way he wants it. Um, so, yeah, great little scene. What do you think about that one, Brother Yeah, I mean, this is like if Robert had more people stand up to him over the course of his kingship, it would have been better off. But, yeah. he's just, he, you know, he's uh, put everybody around him who – either got out of his way or told him what he wanted to hear. And so, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really, so as, as Ned is starting to pack his shit, um, <laughs> he's like, man, I'm getting out of here. You know, I didn't want this damn hokey ass job to begin with. I'm out, you know, forget you fools. Um, so an, um, member, since uh, we skipped over this earlier, uh, in a completely different podcast, this would be the point where people would be yelling at the screen, at the screen, going, "You better run, bitch!" Yeah, there's a moment here. It's like, man, don't pack your bags. Just go. Like, you just, don't need to. Like, what, run, you know, bitch, you could. Get the fuck out. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out. You know, uh, and I, I don't, I don't think he has told Arya and Sansa yet that he's ready to get the hell out of town. Um, but that scene's coming too. But yes, he's just like we gotta go. There's nothing that could, you know, we need to go. That that's at the end that we just need to go. And so as he's packing his things, uh, a, a gentleman from the Night's Watch comes. It's like, hey, you know, I'm here to get, you know, some dudes from the dungeons to see if they can go to the wall. He's like, oh, okay, blah blah blah, that's fine, whatever. And then um, he actually tells him, he's like, I have to have some other news for you too. You know, uh, well, uh, you know, he has to say it in private or whatever. And so he goes, oh, yeah, by the way, your wife, Caitlin, she kidnapped the imp. And this is the first Ned is hearing about it. And we've talked about this before, that um, Caitlin's going to make some decisions um, <laughs> that aren't necessarily helpful, uh, that if she had thought, thought them all the way through, she probably wouldn't have made it, or if she at least run it past Ned or somebody else, she probably, probably would have turned out better. Uh, this is that decision. It doesn't turn out well, and it has long-ranging ramifications for a lot of people and families and houses um, by doing this. Um, it's a fun little scene, too, especially because it plays across Ned's face. Like, she, like you know, he's kind of like, she did what? But not, like, overly surprised either. Um, so I, I thought that was a real good play out, too. Um, so, yeah. So there's that. And now we go back on the road on our way to the Vale. And, um, <laughs> The the veilsmen, who you call them, the guy, the the guards from the Erie, the knights of the veil, the knights of the veil. Thank you. They right. stop them on the road, um, and they're like, um, "Where are you going? Uh, I'm here to see my sister. Yeah, why is he with you? Um, that's the reason I'm going to see my sister. <laughs> like, oh, okay, we haven't harmed. You know, they were like, we haven't harmed anybody or whatever. It's like, yeah, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's because they're gonna kill him right there in the road. You know, my sister will make the decision on what happens to him or whatever. And you can see the look on Tyrion's face like, sheesh, you, you, you haven't seen your sister in a while, man. And she is not completely. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, but, yeah. So, anyway. So, we get there and then I got... <laughs> I'm watching it right now. I'm like, look at her face. Tyrion's face. <laughs> He's like, I told you that bitch was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just nuts. 
I, I've got it on too. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just look on his face. It's legendary. It's nuts. It's nuts. And again, this is the scene, and the scene that we're talking about. Like she has her child breastfeeding, which should be a natural, beautiful thing. If your child isn't twelve. Um, it's not beautiful and wonderful land. It's freaking weird as all be damned uh, when it happens that way. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not not a good look. Um, um, and so she accuses John of, or she accuses Tyrion of killing John too. Or He's like, what? Who, did I murder everybody? Who did I kill? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, he's like, all right, well, until we figure out what you're going to do, we're going to put him in the dungeon where he meets, what's it, what's that dude, uh, Moral, more, 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 yes, yeah. yes, where he oh. comes and just beats him with a freaking sky spade every can- yeah. yeah, in the sky, so he beats him with yeah, a thing. Yeah, so the sky cells, so the, 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 uh, the Eerie is at the top of a mountain, and so they have their cells. They're just open to the earth or open to the sky. The air. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. slightly slanted so that if you're mm-hmm. in there, odds are you might roll out. Or if you decide that uh, things aren't going your way, you might just decide to roll out. Yeah, and then forget. instead of like uh, having a headsman or anything, they just have a, a gate and they'll throw you mm-hmm. out and you fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the scene, the scene where he does come out to see him, where he just beats him with that thing, and he's like, oh, oh, stop, you know, stop beating him little, you know, just keeps calling him little man as he's beating him with it. It's just really genius. Um, but, yeah, so, but Caitlin does protect Tyrion here because they want him to go through the moon door. And I want to see the little man fly because they have this open hatch here where the people, you know, they've thrown them out and they literally fall forever, essentially. You know, it's that line from uh, <laughs> Thor uh, with Loki. I've been falling. I've been falling for 30 minutes. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there, there's that scene. And then, <laughs> it's like, again, that, that scene with the boob was probably one of my favorite introductions to that show where I'm just like, what in the world am I watching here? And, like, the first time I watched it, I'm looking over to see my wife is actually awake while I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, okay, we're good. Because then when I just watched it again the other day, and I'm like, hey, well, you, we're, I'm watching this, you want to see it? She's just like, what in the world? Can yeah. you watch this show? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. My bad. I shouldn't show you this. All right. So we go back to King's Landing, and then we get the scene with Renly and the King of uh, Roses. Of the Night of Flowers. Night of Flowers. Flowers, roses, whatever, man. Um, and it's a shaving scene. Um, and essentially, what the, he's a Tyrell, right? Yep. Yes. Loris What's his Tyrell. name? Loris. Loris is shaving. He likes him like shaved up completely, so he's shaving Renly. And essentially, he's telling him also, you know, you should be king, basically. And Renly, who doesn't really have any, like you were saying before, doesn't have any rights or whatever to the kingdom because he, I think he's fourth in command. But, you know, essentially, he's like, hey, I'm behind all these other people. And Loris is just like, so what? Make it happen. You know, you, you know, people will follow you. People like you or whatever. He's like, eh, I don't know. You know, and, and Renly's not a fighter. He's, I don't think he's fought in wars like his brothers. Um, it's not his thing. And he has to, he, he saw some blood. And he, you know, <laughs> Loris cut him <laughs> like, Yeah. He's like, get used to it. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Limbless blood. He's like, look at it. He's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, get used to it. People, you know, you can, people will follow you. People like you. You know, your brother, you know, Robert's a fool. Uh, the other one's too young. And your other brother is who we haven't seen yet, which is, what's that dude's name? Stannis. Um, Stannis, yeah. yeah. Stannis is a Stannis is the middle child. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so Renly comes after the, uh, of, after Robert's two male heirs and then Stannis and then Renly. So he's like fourth on line for the crowns as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he's, and nobody really respects him or likes him enough to think that he would even want to be the king. Like he doesn't even like himself enough to think that he wants to be the king. It's not right. even something that he's ever really thought of until Loras puts the idea in his head. You know, and that becomes important later on as well, too. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind. And then it leads to a a, a blowjob scene that you just don't see. But it's definitely <laughs> audible. Uh, that's for sure. Definitely. Uh, hey, oh, oh, all righty then. You know, so, yeah, so there's that. All right. So then we have this scene that looks like so many marriages across America. Um between um, <laughs> between Cersei and King Robert, Cersei <laughs> speaks to marriages on so many levels, man. Let me tell you something. All right, she bumps into Ned, um, and uh, she's like, you know, or she bumps, she goes into the the king's chamber. And he's like, hey, you know, you got rid of your hand. You should probably get him back. You know, he's like, whatever, the man's a fool, whatever. And he, they just go over all these things. And she's, he's like, you know what? I never, you never sounded so much like your father. You know, I hear your voice sometimes it's like your father is speaking, you know. And they talk about military planning and what's more powerful, one hand, you know, or a fist, you know. And, it, it, you know, it's just this back and forth. But basically it comes down to this idea of, okay, so we're having a fight here. And it's the first real fight that we're going to have in a long time. But, like, did you ever really love me? And he goes, you know, not in the sense that you'd be like, you know what, let me protect this person's feelings because or whatever. Like, he's like, yeah, no, didn't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's as harsh as it sounds. And the, the look on her face is really like, mm, okay, all right. And she's like, well, I did love you at some point, but no, it. You know, what's holding our kingdom together? Our love? And then they just get the biggest guttural laugh between the two of them. <laughs> yeah, both of them laugh. They both know the farce. It's so, it's so, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so realistic because they both know they hate each other pretty much. Yes. They're both yeah. in full touch with it. It's a, it's mm. a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how long can our hate hold this marriage together or hold this ca- the, the kingdom together? And, you know, yeah, and then it gets into this whole scene about you know what was she like and what was uh, the the Stark sister's name, brother? Brianna Stark. Yeah, he's like, what was she like? And Robert and he tells the story about it. He's like, actually, I can't even remember what her, what yeah. she looks like. You know what I mean, yeah. like, yeah, I'm in love with an object essentially, like our love with a memory. I don't remember what yeah. she looks like. I remember this, and it's just like Cersei's just like, mm, for real. Like that's kind of harsh too. Like you don't even I'm you're pining for somebody that you don't even know when I'm sitting right here. Um, yeah, and then was it ever possible for us? No. Yeah, it's an amazing yeah. scene. I mean, it's it's 
you know, this is an arranged marriage for them, you know, because it was when when Robert had had won the throne because he had Targaryen blood and he had deposed mm-hmm. the last the Mad King. You know, he was the king, and and he had been convinced that marrying Cersei would be a good marriage because it would unite the families. And mm-hmm. his true love was Lyanna, who was dead at the time, so he had no choice. And that was his true love, and he settled, quote unquote, for mm-hmm. for for uh, for Cersei. And for a time, she wanted to make it work, but mm-hmm. she realized that, like, initially. All he ever wanted was Leanna, and she wasn't Leanna. And they had this, like, torture relationship. And this scene right here in the movie, like, I don't know that this plays out in the book. But mm-hmm. and here's a here's a case where the series, the TV show, may be better than the book. But the fact that, you know, plays out that, like, you know, they, this, they could have worked mm-hmm. in, a, in, in a sense. And, <laughs> and they both are right in a sense. But you don't ever really get that, and mm-hmm. and we go from there. Yeah, and right. what has happened, even though this is played out like verbally on screen or whatever, Cersei has kind of known this for a while. She's just really getting a chance to hear it, and all yeah. of her plans have already been placed into motion, regardless. You know, right? Like, is the, whatever is, she's plotting. Yeah. Do I have a trigger? Is basically what yeah. she's looking for right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like now, you know, now everything that I did, I now I'm okay with whatever I did. Yeah, and <laughs> hey, if, hey. if you go back like to episode two, I think where she's talking about like her the first child she had that died, mm-hmm. and and that you know the the fate of that child really affected the fate of everything else because mm-hmm. had that child lived that would have changed the nature of their marriage and that would right. have probably changed the nature of their whole world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and Ned's not, I mean, excuse me. And Robert's just like, or excuse me, Cersei's plan is just like, well, that's it. Like everything that I've done, I knew exactly why I did it. And you just proved why I did it. And it's kind of, you wonder if like, there she's been like, you know what? Hey, I really did. Love you. Let's work it out. We're gonna change, you know. Could she have stopped whatever was in motion? And I don't know that she could have, um, because it's just yeah. she's so far down the road at this point. Yeah, yeah. And you know, over the top as he is, piece of shit as he is, when he's asked directly, Robert, would this ever worked? Mm-hmm. No, nope. He's like, no. Nope. I mean, at least he's real. Yeah, he's honest about it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So Ned of his few mistakes that are a few, and there are a few. Um, before he gets up out of town, <clears throat> before he gets up out of town, hey, I I do want to I don't want to hit this again. I mean, like as over the top as he is, like like Robert is all about <laughs> raw raw every other scene. Yeah, this dude kills it like right here. Yeah. Like yeah, like he's. Dude, he's Understood. so amazing. Like, yeah. everything he is, is over the, over the top as he is. He just brings mm-hmm. it right here. Yeah, and he's understated where he needs to be. He's funny where he has to be. You know, and he's like, well, you know, uh, our love is holding us together. His laugh is all, like, it's, everything yeah. is perfect. Yeah, and he plays off of her, you know, and she does a great job, too. You know, yeah. 
Yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. all know that this lady's We're a great We're going to talk actress. about her for the rest of the series, and she's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Robert Agreed. only gets now. Yeah, he only gets now. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. All right. Ned, before he – he should have just grabbed his shit and gotten his horse and just rode up out of town. Send for your daughters later or something. You know what I mean? Like, nothing like, – he stays around too long. And uh, part of that is like um, Littlefinger is like, hey, you know, I'm going to show you the last place that Robert visited before he, uh, <clears throat> uh, before he, uh, before or the last place John Aaron visited before he died. And so he takes him to this place and he meets this woman, girl, who's a girl, and is another one of Robert's bastards. And you know, the ba- the baby has dark hair just like the other one had dark hair, and then whatever. Ned's a little slow with this whole thing. He has to go back to his book and find out, like, oh, hey, all these people had dark hair except his own kids. And it's like, boom, 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 even though he had already yeah, – I mean, yeah, he he figured it out and finally in Scooby-Doo fashion that, that's, you know, that those kids probably don't belong to, uh, to Robert. And um, he sends out, you know, he's like, all right, well, we're going to pack up the girls and – uh, he's gonna go like to the stables or whatever. I think that's where they were. And uh, he comes outside, and the whole king's guard is sitting there waiting for him. And Jory was like, and he has men out there as well, right? Yeah, a couple. Yeah, he has the men out there, and it's essentially like, hey, uh, you know, you're here. And then they finally learned about like uh, Jamie finally knows that. Um, Caitlin has, or everybody knows that Caitlin has finally has kidnapped um, Tyrion, and it's like, hey, I want my brother back. Um, and he's like, did you, you know, people have asked Ned, like, did you know? It was like, you know, she didn't do anything that wasn't, um, you know, ordered by me or to, to that effect. And we're probably, you know, we're gonna see this battle like between these two dudes that don't like each other, who both are, you know, accomplished swordsmen or whatever. And you do get a little bit of a sense of that battle until. Um, Ned gets stole on um, by <laughs> some, yeah, be, but, yeah, yeah. But before, yeah. yeah, but before that happens, uh, our good friend, you know, under underling, uh, is it Jory? Jory, Jury, yeah, yeah underling Jory uh, gets stabbed all up in the eye with a knife. Yeah. He gets and he didn't get stole on. It's like, hey, you're a good fighter or whatever. He just takes a knife to the eye like on the quick. It's like, no. He's probably not gonna survive that, is he? Went <laughs> <laughs> through his head. No, I think. Yeah, yeah he's probably not gonna yeah. survive that. So the, Lannister, yeah, Lannisters roll up like twelve on four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. quickly convert to twelve on two. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fuck up. And then yeah, and you and again you see. And it's not like one of them was getting the better of the battle or whatever between the two of them. You know, they kind of had, you know, had each of them had their measure of the other. And then this other, this underling of, of you know, of the king's guard just, you know, sticks a freaking, you know, uh, lance through his calf, you know, yeah. and just leaves him there, you know, for dead, essentially. I'm not even for dead, just all injured and stuff. And, you know, again, Jamie wasn't happy about that either. You know, yeah, the, uh, you know, Jamie's like, you know, Jamie is all, you know, he's a knight, but he yeah. has betrayed his honor by betraying his king. And mm-hmm. so 
everyone everyone holds that against him, the Kingslayer. Everywhere he goes, mm-hmm. he's a Kingslayer, Kingslayer. And so, mm-hmm. and Ned is one of many people throws that in his face. And so <laughs> here he is, he has a chance to match up against Ned, and they're mm-hmm. going at it, and what? Somebody mm-hmm. comes up from behind Ned and screws it up. And so, yeah. like, you know, I, I could have at least stood against one person who called me a Kingslayer who right. called me on my honor, but instead, right. I got fucked over. So, yeah. Again. Again. And looking ahead, spoiler alert or whatever, this is going to bring a shame again to Jamie, as if he didn't already have enough, and it's going to send him on the run himself. You know, that he has to, we're not on the run, but he, he can't go back and be like, hey, yeah, you know, we, we defeated him or whatever by stabbing him in the in the calf or whatever. And yeah. you know it's it's not a good look for him. And so but you see this weird thing too, where like Jamie, like it's not like he's just upset. Like he like punches the guy who stabbed Ned right in the face. You know, yes. it's like mm-hmm. it really does bother him. Yeah, yeah, he wants. Yeah. yeah, he wants that. He wants all the glory that he lost from stabbing the Mad King. And this didn't help any of that. So when old dude with the guitar is going to be singing his story, um, it ain't going to be good. He has no honor. He stabbed people in the eye. It's not going to be a good end <laughs> to that particular story because Ned's story just doesn't go well, you know. And so yeah, it's just it's it, 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 it's a great end to that episode. You know, I always thought it was pretty cool, but um, you know, it was good 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 look good look for that episode. So what did you think about uh, episode five? Episode. Say it, me. Go ahead. Episode five. Uh, another good episode. A lot of uh, a lot of major things are happening in this episode. Um, and Ned gives up the hand of the king, and immediately his enemies start to move against him because he's no longer the king's hand and stuff. Then the people plotting behind it to the back. You got Tyrion and um, um, Lady Stark and <laughs> and yeah. her crazy ass unhinged sister. I mean that <laughs> that scene that scene made the whole episode for me. I didn't care about nothing else if that if not, yeah. just that. Man, that that's when I was like, man, what just like your wife, like what am I watching? What am I watching? <laughs> what am I watching? <laughs> what am I watching? <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah. it ensured I would never miss another episode. So, you know Yeah. So it's, it's a great episode. It's a great episode, yeah. man. If ever there was a show that somebody <laughs> could scream, run bitch, get help at the screen, yeah. at the screen. <laughs> uh, this was, <laughs> but obviously he wasn't listening up to this point. So no, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. but one, a really good episode though. I, I think, especially after episode four, which is a little bit of filler, not a little bit, a lot of bit of filler. Yeah, but oh, it's oh. another episode where, like, you know, Tyrion spoke truth. Like, oh, you're going to see your sister. When was the last time you saw her exactly? Because she's a crazy bitch. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> she's and, a little bit Caitlin, touched. And Caitlin's face example. when she sees is like, oh, no. oh. Right. <laughs> Why do you have to nurse your eleven-year-old? Oh, I'm trying to oh. Yeah. he's still on the tit. He's eleven. So yeah, it's a great episode. Yeah, all right. So as we start to we meet over the halfway point now as we start to wrap or get to the end of season half one. It's only ten point. episodes. Yes, just right at the halfway point. At the yeah. halfway point. So 
uh, things have become very apparent. You're going to actually start to see things come into a little bit more focus, especially things are going to be focused more on the kind of Lannister King landing side of things, even though we'll get shots back out to like this episode, Daenerys doesn't make an appearance. We don't go to the wall at all. Um, you know, so, yeah, there's, there's, some, <laughs> there's some moments here where you're like, Oh, okay. What about that? Well, yeah, this show kind of takes you in points where like, Hey, I'm really wanting to see this, especially if something important happened, it'll make you wait a long time before you see it again. So, yeah, uh, this this is a pretty good episode as we, again, speeding to the end of, ep- of season one. So, all right. Who wins the week? I always like to get this part. Who wins the week? I was thinking about when you said speeding towards the end. Like, we're we're at the pace of, of Martin writing books right now. It's been like yeah. a couple months. <laughs> Glacially. <laughs> well, we better spread it out since this shit is April of 2019. So, uh, yeah, we got to talk. Who won the week? Oh. So Ned got punked. Uh, <laughs> Jamie got a kill, but as a bitch. Uh, Caitlin got no love. Uh, Rob, uh, wow. It's the, yeah. Robert and and. Cersei had came to terms. I mean, Matt, wow. This is wow, this is a really neutral week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go. I knew it was lost. Well, yeah, the horse. Nobody's going to oh. lose more than the horse. The hound got over on the mountain at the beginning, so that's good. Um... Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, Renly got his dick sucked, so that's <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah, him. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, hmm. Not bad. What's the uh, name again? I, I, forget, I, I keep, always forget his damn name. But, uh, Who? The bald dude. Oh, Varys? Caitlin's handmaid. Varys. Varys. I, I'm yeah. thinking Varys. I have won the, <laughs> the week is behind yeah. the scenes, stealthily. So, yeah. You know. I, I I did go with Renly. He you know yep. he got shaved. Renly got his dick sucked. And he got his dick sucked, man. He got a what, cute little boy. He won the bet. He won yeah. the bet. I won mean, the bet. What, what more do you want? I mean, yeah. really? I mean, that's a pretty solid week. If you I, get yeah. those three I, things to happen. So I go with Renly. There you go. I as well go with him because there ain't no other clear cut winner in this in this league. That's for sure. Mm-mm. Now, you gotta say that uh, you, the horse can't be the loser because he's not a real person. Who was the loser then, brother? <laughs> <laughs> the horse really lost a lot. Yeah, the horse did get his neck chopped off. Um, yeah, there's no winning for that horse. I, I'm gonna go with Caitlin because mm-hmm. I think we gave her the win last time because she had really called <clears throat> upon everybody in the Riverlands and. And so that was a bad strategy, and then they got attacked by wild people, wild mm-hmm. not black people, in the yeah. uh, the hills. <laughs> and then she went to her sisters, and that totally did not work out. So, yeah. I, you know, this is the this is uh, uh, the one of the many decisions she's made poorly. So I'm gonna go with Caitlin lost the week. Yeah, she's, she she, she might like not it. even know yet how bad she's lost it, but she lost. But she it. lost. 
Oh, she lost. She's yeah, she lost. Yeah, uh, well, Caitlin, it was Caitlin. Yeah, no spoilers. All right, all right. So we'll start to wrap up episode five of this week. Um, oh, I know what you did last. Did you ask? Did you ask the Sandman who lost this week? Oh, I thought he said he agreed. Who do you think lost besides the horse? Yeah. I would actually, I would go with Ned because man, he things are just not going well for Ned right yeah. now. Yeah, he did pass on the opportunity to to break camp, and he, he did get his hamstring hamstrung. Yeah, so. yeah, so, yeah. So and he definitely did and win. He, so. And he got fired on his day off. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty black. Not going well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fired on your day off. So yeah, and that, yeah, Ned's a big loser. If you can't take the horse, Ned's a good choice as well. All right. <laughs> so we want to wrap up. I know what you did last winter, uh, episode five. Hold on, my cat's attacking me. Why are you doing this? So um, yeah. So remember, you better find this podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, part of the Brothers Comics Podcasting Network. Find the show, find your life. Uh, we are also on Google Play. I think I forget failed to mention that. Tune in. We are on that now as well. Uh, just put in Brothers Comics. You'll be able to find this episode and all the episodes that we have recorded for um, this podcast and all the other podcasts. Again, you'll be able to find something that you like with this this group of people. Uh, these two gentlemen will eventually, if they don't hate me and schedule episodes that I can't make it to, will be back for the Marvel Hacks. Uh, if you were into comic books and comic book movies and whatnot, uh, and nerdly news and all that, uh, that is the podcast for you. I'm assuming if you watch this show, you probably have an interest in those types of things as well. So uh, we'll be scheduling a Marvel Hacks episode here fairly soon, hopefully. That's the goal. Uh, I Real quick, Brother Beavis, before we started recording uh, the other podcast, I told um, in No Surrender, uh, they brought Bruce Banner back from the dead. So, uh, yay. Exactly. It's just. It is what it is. Okay. All right, that's all. Well, so, so let me add to that. Like we've been hyping two and one. Don't mm-hmm. read two and one number three. Oh, no, no. no. we gotta go read books after we recorded this. No, no. <laughs> don't do it. Don't. Just it. Don't. Let's pretend no. it doesn't exist. Maybe no. give it an issue or two, but yeah, don't read two and no, two and one number three. Noted. Oh. I got a, I was gonna, I got a stomach for the show, but anyway, all right. So yeah, so that'll wrap it up as the uh, Game of Thrones theme music starts to play us out. Uh, say, man, go ahead and sign off. As I ride off into the sunset of Westeros, running for my damn life. We will see you next episode. Nice. And brother, be the sign off. Don't get the uh, mountain get you me. on the other side of the uh, of the narrow sea. Peace.
Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit